can I, I don't know. I don't. I know how I make my sweet tea at home. Y'all get some tea bags and go brew y'all some tea back there. Don't, it's not like oh, we out of coke. Welcome everybody to the Bob and Katie Show. I'm Katie. And I'm Bob. And we are doing something very... I can't even see you. We're doing something very weird today. We are... Oh, we are, my uh, butt cheeks slid off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not the weird thing we're doing. <laughs> oh, you could have picked the worst even. time to throw that in there. We, I was well. You said you couldn't see me, so I was trying to turn. <laughs> and then my butt cheek flew off. You're and not, I'm getting, sitting you're not on the things. edge of a park... Uh, I don't know. What is this thing? Um... Okay, uh, so we're barrier barricade to yeah. hold the mulch in. Yeah, we're at a park, <laughs> and I turn my butt cheeks lit off. And uh, there's one bench, and all the dirt. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those benches that like the legs go into the ground, so people can't steal it. And all the dirt's gone from under it. So I, I mean, I'm five foot ten, five foot eleven, and when I sit on it, my feet dangle. Yeah, I feel like a child. Yeah, and it's it's like in a high chair. And then I'm watching the children play, yeah. feeling like a child myself, and it's very awkward. So, I'd rather just sit one butt cheek on this barricade and yeah. just. She doesn't have her butt it. cheeks on me. That's that's not what was happening. My two hoodies. Yeah, we just look like creepers at the park. You told me I look like the Unabomber. You a few do minutes look like ago. the Unabomber. I'm, we'll post a picture of that for sure. You know what I realized the other night when we were at home? Oh God, what? <laughs> I. <laughs> well, see, your butt cheek has slipped off. No. Um, <laughs> I. I'm not a very observant person when it comes to like everyday, the you know the stuff in our house. Yeah, you, you are. You're extremely observant. It's because I'm like, always there. <laughs> well, I'm I just always there. I realized the other day. I know what all of our doors sound like, and I don't think that's something that single people are aware of. Are not single people people without kids? Oh, how you yeah. know, how as a parent, you can identify all those weird sounds. Right. You're like, that's the sound of someone making a mess in the bathroom right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, I haven't put WD-40 on our doors in a long time. Heck no, because I need to hear them. I need <laughs> we- to know where they're at. <laughs> Somebody just went into the bathroom. Somebody just went into the closet. Somebody just went into the hamper. Like, we know all the noises that these things make. It's stuff that uh, nor- people... The with- refrigerator and the pantry. Oh, yeah. Mm, those yeah. are sounds I know very well. What about you? Like, is there anything at the house that you can just look at and go, if it wasn't for the kids, I don't know that I would do this this way or I would look at things <laughs> oh, this God, way. Oh, God, yes. All the things? Is that what you All said? The All things. the things. How... And I notice it because, like, when other people come over, like, my mom, obviously she's raised children. She's, you know, got grandchildren. She she knows a thing or two about kids. But still, there was one time she left, like, a knife or scissors. Just, you know, she had been doing something on the counter. And she just laid it down. And then walked away to do something else. And I was like, nope. No, you can't leave that there. Nope, nope, nope. Because if you lay a pair of scissors down for, like, 0.2 seconds, that'll be the time that your child walks Along and chops their hair off with said scissors. These, uh, it, I, I, I don't think I was meant to be a parent. <laughs> what? I really don't. I don't it's, think I was meant to be a parent. It's a little late to have that thought now. I mean, no, no. I mean, it's not too it's late to have too, the thought It's now. too late. No, it's not too late to have the thought. Check Boy, it out. I mean, you can think about all you want to. It's too late. It's not, it's not too late to have the thought, and I can explain why it's not too late. That is called self-awareness, is what that is. 
And there's a bunch of people out there who, who do have kids and they shouldn't have had kids and they don't know it. <laughs> do you understand? Like I'm aware, uh, gotcha. I'm aware gotcha. that my brain and the chemicals in my body just, they, I don't necessarily know. So are you know. saying there's a lot of people walk around going, I'm a darn good parent. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They're like, yep, yep. you're really not. It's just like, you're, people- <laughs> you're, you're like barely, <laughs> you're like bottom of the barrel. <laughs> right. And I, okay. What if people think that about us though? What if we're sitting here thinking like, we're freaking awesome parents and yeah. other people look at us and go, no, they, these what are, are you horrible doing? parents. What, how do they have three children? Who yeah. let them, who let them do that? Right. You, there, there's also, a, you know, okay. the, when you were in school, you know how there'd always be like that person that would hang around and talk and you were just like, oh, this person's so aggravating, but they don't know. That person doesn't know. You know what I mean? Mm. And that person will never know. I'm one of those people. Like, sometimes I believe I'm one of those people that I can be very aggravating, and nobody just goes, Bob, you're being aggravating, because I'm 34 years old. Because you scare everybody. I, do, well, I, don't, I don't scare everybody. But Just now we were in the car on the way to the park, you're like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And 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 what? What do I, I? I was concerned about you, your. Look, you weren't angry or anything this morning. Nothing crazy happened, but mm-hmm. you you were just giving off, you know, your 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 like Bob vibe. I'm intense. It's morning time. That, like we don't, we don't get to hang out in the morning time too often. You know, and we're trying to do time. things. And you, yeah, you're just your personality is is very intense. Yeah, I mean, it's my personality is intense. But my personality is very passive. I think. And and we're just... It's not as passive as you think. It's not as passive as it used to be. That's for no. dang sure. Kids too do much, that to you. Too much you exposure to me. You and the kids. You and the kids. <laughs> you, oh, oh, my gosh. I was at McDonald's the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, all I wanted was a, a sweet tea, right? And I, one of the, and I was ordering... We were with other people. And, uh, you know, they ordered their stuff. And I was like, well, I just want a large sweet tea. She said, I don't think there's any sweet tea out there right now. <laughs> and I said, um, okay, you got any uh, back there? Yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> well, I, give me some of that sweet tea. I will take one large sweet tea, please, <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, God, that's Bob's influence right there. That's I wasn't rude. I was not rude. I was just thinking. It's like that lady. The old we me in- would have been like, you had tea? Okay, I'll just take something else. And I was like, wait, no, 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 it's, no, no, well, you, no, no. You've got to learn that like. <laughs> You know, we're 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 approaching our forties. You know, we we're not going to have that much time oh left. Oh my god! And I if don't... I want some tea, you know what? I'm not going to let someone making a bad like, decision. What happened if I came to the drive-through? Would you be like, I don't have tea out front? You're yeah. just what? <laughs> our tea is for our drive-through customers only. And like, even what? if they're like, I'm what out is that of noise. It was a bird. It sounded like a like a creature was coming. Well, even if they were out of tea, it's sweet tea. Yeah, make some. Right. I don't know how they make their sweet tea if it's like, you know, already made and they just add water. I, or whatever. I don't know. I don't I know how I make my sweet tea at home. Y'all get some tea bags and go bring y'all sweet tea back there. Don't, it's not like, oh, we got a Coke. You don't have any more than syrup. You can't make it. Let me change you the, the subject the for a factory. second. Let me change the subject for a second. Some people just pulled up here at the park. What do you think they're going to think of us? Oh, man, this is embarrassing. It's weird looking, right? Because we don't, we don't have proper mics. To go, uh, you know, to go, to go I'm holding sit. a lapel mic on a skewer inside of two hoodies. <laughs> this is what I did this morning. I knew we were coming to the park, and I was like, hey, if we're going to sit there for 30, 40 minutes, we might as well be productive. You I'm know? just going to pull my microphone completely we inside as, of we, my hoodie cave. 
that yeah, I've made. That makes you look better. <laughs> it makes it look less it scary. It just looks like I'm talking like, to myself. These these people come up and, and their kids are going to go, Mommy, Daddy, what are they doing? We got to stop. And this is weird. Their their parents are not going to be able to explain it because it doesn't look normal. It's not normal. When you, <laughs> Let me explain to uh, the listeners what we're... What it looks like we're doing. <laughs> okay, when you watch TV and you see like a, a talk show or something like that, there are microphones that are pinned to their to their shirt, the lapel mics. Well, those are really the only movable microphones we have. They sound good. I mean, they're good quality microphones, but they're not handheld. And we're in a situation where we should be holding a mic. And I'm not going to go out and buy brand new mics so we can come to the park one time. You know what I mean? So... You bought a bunch of these wooden skewers. What are they, like, three feet long to put They're, marshmallows on to, like, roast? I believe they are 32 inches, Bob. Yeah, there we go. So I broke them, <clears throat> or I cut them into two, like, 12-inch pieces. I wrapped them in black electrical tape so they'd match. And then I just clipped that, the lapel mics onto them. that made it better. And now we're holding these weird, awkward little sticks with tiny microphones. I got big headphones on and we have a bag, just a bag of weird equipment. And it's like, I've got it hidden. So like the the elements can't get to it. So it it doesn't look, if you don't know what equipment podcasters use, you would look at us and go, these people are, this isn't, they're up to no good for sure. And the cases that everything comes in looks like gun cases. And not to mention there's four children running around this park. Yeah. That all came with us. Oh, yeah. We brought a <laughs> cavalcade of people to, to this park. But that's okay. Um, What do you think the statistics are for parks and violence and things like that? Oh, God. I don't know. Because isn't it like when you're here as a parent, um, not right now because we're the only ones here, but like when you go to a park that's like busy, I feel like... Anxiety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just where, where they at? Where they at? And we got three kids. We're constantly like, oh, you watch that one. You watch that one. I'm going to get this. Reagan, where you at? And, and, and it's, it's something else, you know? So for the, for anybody that walks up on us doing this, they're, they're going to be like extra things. I'll like, what are those people doing? What are they doing? I think they're recording the children, you know? It's definitely creepy. But back to the whole tea thing. We're getting too old. We got to do what we got to do. We, we can't care about what other people think or do. Well, I really wanted some sweet tea. And I was like, if you, they got some back there, why can't I have it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I saw the other day? This is a this is a deep transition, but I was driving down 17. And you remember that rest stop I stopped at that one time where the old man like yeah. showed me the picture of the naked woman and it yeah. was all weird and when stuff? When he got violated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was parked out there again. No. I'm telling you. I, I think he's a serial. Like, what would you call that? Like... It's a, it's it's like flashing, but like high tech. Yeah, it's high tech flashing. You know, flashy. like back in the day, I remember my mom telling me, like, I think there was an instance. Uh, I don't remember the exact story, but you know, she walked to and from school because they only lived like a couple blocks from school. Mm-hmm. And there was an instance of like an old man with a like a trench coat flashing kids you know so it's like that's like the modern day version oh yeah yeah, yeah. of like the people who, f- it's, who flash it's very strange <laughs> um i was running not late for work you know but i like, i was on time if i would have been early i don't know that i would have turned around and went back and had a conversation like what if it had been me instead of you would you feel have felt differently how do you mean if, if it was the same man, same situation, oh, but it yeah, was me. For sure. For sure. See, here's the thing. I he, I didn't realize it 
but he he affected my life to some small degree. You know? Like um, when I ride past that rest stop, I automatically go, "Hey, remember that one time the old creepy guy showed me the picture?" <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I mean, like I'm not hurt. But I literally think about it every time I drive yeah. past that place. And I drive past that place at least maybe two or three times a week. Kind of like how, you know, a, a song or a smell or, you know, there's certain things that can really just conjure a specific memory. Right. And that's always going to be that specific mm-hmm. memory you have of that rest stop. That It just so happens that you drive past it almost daily. Yeah. You're forever going to remember that creepy old man. <clears throat> Yeah, we should, yeah, probably, yeah. we should probably tell the police. No, I'm not going to tell the police. I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, I'm How I'm, many I'm, other people do you think he's done that to? Quite a few. Quite a few. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to see him parked up there one day. I'm going to start leaving for work early every day, real early every day. And when I see him parked up there, I'm going to figure something out. I'm going to go. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to have a conversation because first of all, he's old. All right, he's old. Yeah, if he but- if he tries anything, I'm pretty sure I could break his hip in an instant. You know? He's, yeah, but do we want it to come doing, to that? Really? He's been doing this creepy stuff for 60, 70 years for sure. Because that don't start at, at like an old age. You know what I mean? No. When you decide to be creepy, that's real young. Like you start being creepy real young. He probably like spied on girls and stuff in Ew. school. I mean, it's creepy happens like creepy happens young. It don't You don't just all of a sudden be like 60. Oh, I want to be creepy. That's not how it works. Hmm. It's not how it works. You creepy from the beginning. So I had someone ask me a weird question the other day. Okay. <clears throat> and I couldn't answer it immediately. Uh, it, it was it was someone I'd seen in a while, and they go, "Hey, you still doing that podcast?" And I immediately responded with, "Well, if you had been listening, you would know." So I automatically know you're not supporting me. And I was just messing with them. It is what it is. Just playing around. And uh, you know, we were talking about it, and uh, they go, "Why do you do it? Like, why do you have a podcast?" And it's a it's kind of a difficult question. Yeah. Like when you really think about it, I know why we started the podcast. We started the podcast because we were going nuts, and this was the only form of therapy we could wrap our minds around, you know? But, um, and we're still going crazy, and we probably need therapy more now than ever before. Oh, God, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I've always, since the beginning of, you know, that I can remember, I've always tried to create things. I've always tried to... To do things to go, hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm, the, I'm that type of person. Earlier when I was talking about, like, I don't think I should be a parent. Where I don't think I was meant to be a parent is because I'm extremely selfish and it takes a very unselfish person to be a good parent, you know? So I got to try super hard to be a parent because I'm, it's just, you know, I've got a weird brain. I'm a very selfish person, but, uh, I've always wanted to create things and I've, I've wanted to be a comedian. You know, you've known that about me for a long time. It's just, uh, I don't, I, I don't know how. To write jokes, you know, this is more of a from the hip thing, which I'm, I'm better at for sure. But, you know, one of the things that really drives me and uh, I mean, here recently we haven't put enough episodes out. But one, one of the things that really drives me is that there really is an opportunity to make this something that provides for our family, you know? Yes. Like uh, the uh, the Patreon stuff just updated and we were able to use those funds to help out in our household. So, first of all, big thank you to everybody that's a patron. But I heard this story. I was listening to the the Conan O'Brien podcast, and he had a guy on, and he was uh, it was uh, Zach Galifianakis, 
And he was talking about when he was a kid, he was in school and they had like a guest come to the school and speak to everybody. And it was the guy that whistles the Andy Griffith song. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he comes and you know what he did? He just whistled. He whistled and he and like everybody loved it. And this was the impact that it made on Zach Galifianakis. He was like, he he saw that happen and he goes, wait, so that dude just came to work with nothing and he whistled and made a bunch of money. That's out of control. Could you imagine if you set yourself up in life that you whistle for somebody and they pay you money? That's crazy. Right. And that's what we're doing. We're you and I are sitting at the park talking. And we're gonna make some money doing it. Isn't that insane? I mean, and it's I think fun. I think we have to agree that the guy who who whistles the Andy Griffith song, Andy Griffith song, is mm-hmm. way more talented than we are. Oh, that's yeah, amazing! For sure. But I think he might be dead. He, he might has be dead amazing by now. whistling skills. He does. Or had God rest his soul. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I can like you know, I, I don't know. It's 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 crazy. The thought that we could possibly be able to pay some bills with this it's wonderful well anyways i basically brought that up for this one thing okay patreon.com slash the bob and katie show go to patreon.com slash the bob and katie show to become a patron today that's right today. today you will get access to a bunch of bonus episodes all kinds of cool stuff we've got big plans we have trouble executing those plans sometimes but we got the plans we have them we actually got this one thing that I can't talk about that's, oh man, I can't wait for it to happen. That You know what? Let's just say you want to become a patron. So go to patreon.com slash the Bob and Katie show and sign up today. The uh, The price point is up to you. The minimum is a dollar. The maximum is infinity. So if you've got those infinity kind of monies, please, please hang out and become a patron at patreon.com slash the Bob and Katie show. You know, our kids are going to be... uh they're going to be doing the school thing soon. And doesn't that scare you? To the, like, we're going to send them out there to strangers. So oh, that, it scares the crap out of me. Like, I'm, I'm worried about what they're going to say, you know? Oh, God. Like, because when, when they go to school, that's really your first big taste. I mean, for us, because our kids haven't gone to daycare or anything. That's going to be our first big taste of sending them out into the world without our constant presence that's right and i'm like you know oh my god <clears throat> what are they gonna do and say this gonna reflect yeah. on us i don't care good and bad i'm like god please let them be good please let them be good i don't care who you are nobody's a perfect parent yeah but the other night we took them trick-or-treating for halloween mm-hmm. and we were told so many times how polite our kids were and that made me feel really good yeah that was I feel like you know they're, they're really not at least not always but thank you for saying that <laughs> No, I was. I saw lots of kids on Halloween who were not. Yes. And let my kids go grab some candy and not say thank you. No, that is not okay. It's not okay to think your kid is being cute because they're being a little a hole on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny. We were we were teaching our kids like a lot of the places we went to. Like they just had a bucket on the front porch, and you know it. You know, take one. And, you know, every kid would be like, no, there's a bucket. I'm going to take a bucket. And we were training our kids like, hey, our kids were telling each take other. One. Yeah, just take Save one. It. We got to yeah. leave for other kids. We got we to leave some for the other kids, too. We had put a bucket out on our porch 
And when we got home, there was like half a bucket left. So we go inside, we start, you know, emptying out their bags and our bucket's still on the porch and we're going through the candy and making sure nobody's put anything in there to kill our kids or anything like that. We're good to go. Nine, nine minutes later. Yeah. Nine minutes later, I walk out on the front porch. The bucket was empty and there was a kid walking away with a parent. And I'm like, come on, man. We know. We know there was nobody left in the neighborhood. You just took half the bucket of candy. It's disheartening. Yeah. I feel like I don't care. Whatever. I'm glad all the candy got gone. Yeah. I just hate the thought of like one kid grabbing half the bucket. Like, no, come here's, on, man. But I'm okay come with on. that. I'm okay with that. They're kids. They don't know any better. What's truly disheartening about that situation is that there was a parent with them. Right? That's the That's problem. Shameful. I was a kid once. I, I was one of those. Ki- I would kind. take all the candy. I'd want to take all the candy for sure because you're a child. You don't understand. I I firmly believe in the freedom to have different parenting styles and, mm-hmm. the, and pa- different parents are going to do mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I mean, because we have three kids and we we can't parent each of our kids the same no. way. I know. So every every all parent. Like, I, I I hate, like, the judgy parenting stuff, but I don't care what kind of parent you are. If you're okay with your kid dumping half a bucket of Halloween candy from one bucket into their bag and walking away. And it's not okay. And without tearing their behind up, you, no, 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 that's not okay. It's not. That's not okay. So, circling back around to being nervous about the kids going to school. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just nervous that the kids will say something weird like, you know, <sighs> Our, our parents go into the room and talk into microphones and like not don't give any like explanation as to why you know what I mean yeah, like they're that's just like, the worst thing they could say no but I mean like you know you know how kids can like <laughs> kids don't have a filter you know oh my daddy I saw him walk out of the bathroom naked and he's got big lumps you know what I mean like they say anything like that like some stuff could come out of, come out of their mouth that like you like dude why would you say that why would you say that in public? Why would you tell people we all weird looking? Like my daddy has no butt. Yeah. They I, yeah. they've told so many people that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Cuz they've heard you say it. Yeah. He's fat everywhere but his butt. Like every part of his body is like a 300 pounds person except his butt was like if he weighed 78 pounds. That's what kind of butt I have, you know? What made me think of that is Andrew sent us a uh, a news article. It was like, oh, yeah. it was like maybe earlier this month or so. There was this girl in Japan who was studying to be like um, like a ninja or something. But she was in school and they had to write an essay. And the teacher told – and she's like nine years old, ten years old or something like that. And the teacher told the students, hey, we're going to write this essay and you're going to get extra points for creativity. So she sat down and she was like, well, what can I do to make – my essay stand out so I can uh-huh. get the creativity. And she found this like old Japanese way that you could like crush up soybeans and make ink out of it. Oh my gosh. And like it's invisible. So she hands in a <gasps> blank sheet of paper and the teacher had to take the take the sheet of paper home and light a stove and like sort of burn it to make oh the essay gosh. pop. Like I hope our kids do some creative stuff like that. That is impressive. That do you think her so parents impressive. like came up with that? Well, I, I didn't. I, don't know. I didn't read the article fully because I don't ever do that. But from what I understand, the process she did, she had to like do it for every word. So it, it like took a long time, and you can't erase it. You know what wow. I mean? Like there ain't no erasing. I thought it was super cr- crazy, crazy. Just I hope she a made good a idea. hundred and got some extra points. Yeah, I think we. Um, I think we talked about this before, what? but. Look at these pictures right here. These are playgrounds because we're we're at a playground. Yeah. Um, these are some of the first playgrounds. That's like trapeze equipment. Really? <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Your Look kids at those children up there. Play with us. Those are ladders. Those are extension ladders. Oh those my are, gosh. Yeah, yeah. So How these many? Are, Look at that. Is that a real? 
Is that a kid up there? <laughs> that is so dangerous. Reagan will look at that and go, when, Mommy, that's dangerous. When these playgrounds first started, you know, like years and years ago, like towards the early 1900s, it wasn't, they didn't care about kids' safety. They just cared about kids getting away. They were like, oh my God, please build a place for them. Just leave us alone. We... The, the, the stock market's going down. We're, we're struggling. We're doing 18 jobs. These kids got to go somewhere. They got to go somewhere. They got to do something. And they put these playgrounds together, which basically consisted of big metal poles strung together and ladders. And I'm talking about like 30, 40 feet up in the air. Well, I mean, at the same time, you have to think, though, like how kids have a knack of finding a way to make things dangerous. Right. So the people who played all those first playgrounds, they probably, you know, they weren't thinking like that. They were just like, you know, oh, it's probably fine. And then, you know, they let the kids on it and they're like, oh, dear God. <laughs> well, see, here's this is also the difference between back then and now is like if if, if that, that playground was now, it's obviously dangerous. Right. And we always wait in society until something really bad happens to adjust on it. You know how many kids fell off of that thing and either died or broke their necks or arms before we went. Mm, maybe we should change it. Yeah. See, like this is this this playground we're on we're at, we're at today. Not we're on this playground that we're at today. If like something crazy happened, they would change it. You know. But, well, I don't know. There is a wooden board up there replacing a broken. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, maybe they might could not could have gotten. It. At, at least it was fixed. Well, see, this was also the same stage of America where we would take cages and build them onto the side of skyscraper windows and let our kids just sit in it. Do you know what I'm talking like about? Cats. Seen, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was basically like, hey, we need our kids to have some sunlight, but we can't really take them outside. So we're going to hang them out of the window. Little window box. Yeah. Little window boxes. You know? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really glad that we've moved a lot further along in society, but uh, we're not quite there yet. We're still learning. You want to go gather these kids up? Yeah, I was just trying to count them all. Thank you for hanging out with me at the park, letting these kids play. What a weird place to podcast. I think you got a choice. Yeah, you didn't really have a choice. <laughs> so, but you got to, I, I guess, you know, we found a way to find some happy, right? But agreed. Yeah, everybody else should do it too. Find your laugh. Find your happy.